It's the Swangling Show, episode 21. Episode 21 of the Swangling Show. Joshua P. Dunn in the building with me today. I got my guy, the heavyweight champion of Swangland internationally, South Florida represent Vice Grip. What's up, bro? What's poppin', y'all? Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Oh, all yeah. That. And on making his second appearance on the, the International House of Swangle, we have Stan Edwards Jr. represent Rapper Geek Toledo, Ohio, Thor himself. What's up? <laughs> Going on. I'm uh, Thor when he got depressed and got all fat, so. <laughs> too much beer also joining us once again in the competition of giving vice grip a money for this uh the run for the money for the international swangland heavyweight championship the conspiracy family's own king of the wing cincinnati avondale representing by way of the 419 cj De Niro. what's happening what up man what up everybody what's going on uh, and just joining us here just joining us in the bottom, we got another international swangler, spokesperson for Vidal Sassoon and producer aficionado, Rob Digital. What's happening, Robbie Digital? I don't know what the fuck you just said, but what's up, bro? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going down. Welcome back to the Swangler Show, fellas. We're going to talk about the year 2021 and talk about all the crazy shit that happened within the year 2021. So, so is this a five-hour podcast then? No, we're going to keep it limited. <laughs> 2021, bro. <laughs> it's going to be fun. And if you're watching the Swangler Show and listening to the Swangler Show, you're like, 2021, you're in review. Where the fuck is Nucleus? Kyle, where you at, bro? We're waiting on you is still going down though on the swangler so okay we rolled into the year 2021 and one of the first things that jumped off and popped off right at the top of the year was there was this uh the u.s capital riots where they uh the insurrectionists quote unquote you know killed a capital police officer injured like 140 people as they stormed you know the buildings in dc so um, the president was impeached and all types of shit based behind this little insurrection that happened. So I'm going to start with my man, Stan Edwards Jr. and ask him, have you ever been yourself involved in some sort of insurrection? And if not, what is your opinion of people storming the United States Capitol? Um, I'm going to be all the way honest with you. I'm, I'm the most uh, ignorant person when it comes to uh, politics. So uh, I honestly don't have an opinion on it because I'm not educated on it. But um, I just know it was crazy. But as far as like insurrections go, uh, I've, I've lived a pretty um, fairly peaceful life. So I haven't really been a part of that many, you know, um, scruffles, I should say. <laughs> well, I'm glad to know that you are, you are the type of person that stays out of harm's way. Because, you know, it's always good oh. to have that oh. quality when you're swangling. Now, joining us, we just asked, where the fuck is Kyle? And then, boom, there he is. Kyle, nucleus host, oh. the official co-host of the Swangling Show is in the building. We're talking about 2021, the year in review. Right off the top of the year, what happens? We get this insurrection and people storming the United States Capitol. Kyle, what's your opinion on people storming the Capitol? Um... Everyone who violated uh, a law of some sort that day should be prosecuted. Uh, I'm not going to speculate on all the violations uh, that happened that day. I do know that people smeared fake feces in our capital. 
I feel like, you know, shit like that is unacceptable. I mean, I feel like if I went and did that on a random day that I get the book thrown at me, but these guys do it on the right day. They're supporting the right person. They get to walk away or, you know, they get a slap on the wrist. So um, there are investigations ongoing in Congress and um, there, there's investigations going in Congress as to who orchestrated it. But there's already been prosecutions in the GOJ, DOJ and through D.C. Um, as to the people on the ground. Now, there's already been 700 people or more prosecuted in this whole deal people that have been charged with even like even super small shit that they're like lumping into it and saying it's all part of that. Um, it's reported in different, different like media outlets that five people died during that insurrection thing. And not all five of them died within, yeah. within the walls of, of the Capitol as direct result of the riot. So they're saying that maybe they might've smeared that a little bit, but directly after this whole thing is going on, we have the inauguration of a new president, Joe Biden comes in with that America first. America is back. But you, we all know America never fell, fell off in the first place. But he comes in, breaks. Um, for the first time ever, there's a woman vice president, Kamala Harris. Now, I saw some shit on the Internet. I don't know about you guys, but maybe Kamala Harris, the vice president of the United States, was a groupie for Montel Williams, CJ Denario. Do you ever think that maybe... <laughs> one of your groupies one day could blow up. What do you do then? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> Who knows, man? Who the fuck knows? The, the world is crazy, man. So, who knows? They might already blew up right now, and I don't even know. Yeah. If so, they owe you, they owe you for uh, motivation. Yeah, something, man. They, they owe me a little bit of something. <laughs> So hopefully in the future, you know, we'll see some uh, we'll see some undesirable people maybe scale up in life and things will work in favor of C.J. De Niro and other members of the conspiracy family. Maybe it'll happen while Joe Biden is in office. I know I know we have uh, people within the Swanglin family here that may have different different political views, different religious views, different all types of different shit. So um, as the new president comes in, Joe Biden, clearly, you know, the the bar's set pretty low because of, of the media shenanigans of Donald Trump and shit. And uh, my man, Vice Grip, representing South Florida. Florida, um, when I was down there the last time, it was crazy. I seen Trump, like, motorcade vehicles and all types of shit out there, and it was wild. Oh, yeah. So um, ever since the, the table has turned with the presidency, have you noticed, like, different shit like that in your area about Joe Biden, or was it just some Trump shit? Hell no. Nah. It's still some Trump shit. They'd be out on the corners near Walmart with big ass Trump flags right now. You know what I'm saying? On the weekends and shit. It, he's a, you know, he's a celebrity. So you got to understand fanfare comes with being a celebrity. People just, you know, fall out over their favorite celebrities. They ride for him. You know what I'm saying? They cape for him. Um, he's got several golf courses down here. Um, you know, so you know, he's a figure in the community, like he's a figure in the New York community. Doesn't mean everybody likes him or, you know, people have their own opinions about him. Um, I, I'm the type of person that, you know, I can only speak for myself and I look at actions like I don't know the dude, so I can't comment on how he is as a person. But you can comment on how you feel about what they do, because that's an objective thing. You know, it's something that is an action that you can say, OK, this is how I feel about that. 
you know, to, to comment on how a person is, you know, you, you see what the media wants you to see on both sides of the aisle. And, uh, you know, I think as far as Joe Biden, you know, it's the same thing. Some people like what he's doing. Some people don't like what he's doing, but you just have to pretty much look at the actions to try to weigh it. And, um, you know, looking at the person is a, is a other lane that I don't usually go into. Now, I think that's good sometimes to be impartial with your opinion, just because you feel a certain type of way. don't mean you got to let everybody else know it. And if you're listening to the Swangler show, that's one thing you can definitely take just because you feel a certain type of way. don't mean you got to fucking tell everybody about it. So sometimes just, you know, keep it on the shoulder. Now I just noticed something and this is totally off topic, but Rob digital, are you wearing a bone thugs Christmas hoodie? Is that what's going on? That's pretty dope. That's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty dope. So um, shout out to Bone Thugs and shout out to Christmas. You know what I'm saying? We just had Christmas. I hope everybody. The recent recent, uh, versus shit got me hyped. So I've been on, you know, my my yearly Bone kick recently. Three, six, and Bone, actually. Yeah, me too. And uh, we could probably we could probably fuck around on this Wangle show and do a whole entire episode just about that versus because that shit was literally epic for epic for all of us. But we're going to keep it. uh, We're going to keep it 100 right now. We're going to talk about another big uh, news story and thing that happened in 2021 was the GameStop short squeeze where a bunch of people on a subreddit uh, thread effectively. crumbled wall street down to the kiss the ring position and and forced a short squeeze of the stock for gamestop and a bunch of uh internet people and small time people like me and you came up a whole bunch of fucking money so i'm gonna do on some uh swangling shit by a raise of hands how many people in here came up off gamestop in 2020 oh, GameStop? Nah. i did i did i wish i would have but i, I came I in I came in too late. I heard about it too late. Yeah, same here. You probably see more hands if you ask about Doge. Oh, yeah, you, probably yeah. see more, you probably see more hands if you ask about AMC. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that and that's also another yeah. story that's coming up in the timeline. So it's not just this isolated incident of, of one time people like flipping in, jumping in, fucking the markets up, and a lot of smaller people getting some money. <laughs> And that, that also uh, brings us to another 2021 thing, which is the rise of the NFT. What do you guys know about the NFT? CJ De Niro. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know too much about it. I see, like, bigger names getting in on it and shit. Um, I want to study up on this some more so see how I can get, get my hands in on it. But um, it seems like it's, a, it's, it's something that's it's going in that direction to do some exclusive shit so I, i'm gonna keep, keep my eye on it plays out i want to make sure it's not a fad a little trend and shit then it's gonna go away or something else is gonna come after that you know so yeah you I, always thought, wanna... I thought bitcoin and shit was gonna be a fad too but huh, joke's on me <laughs> yeah, joke, joke's on a lot yeah. of people when it comes to bitcoin fortunately the joke is not on me so fuck yeah. On the swine <laughs> show. So um, this is what we're going to do, right? So a lot of the topics so far have been like political and like finance based, right? But another thing that's like huge is the, the COVID vaccine availability and then like pushing and forcing 
um, uh, vaccination for this virus on everybody, including like secondary shots and shit. So my question is to Nucleus, what is your opinion about um, the COVID-19 vaccine rollout? Um, well, each state kind of did their different rollout, like in Ohio, Mike DeWine did the million dollar giveaway to five people. And he also gave five, uh, free rides to uh, state colleges, like away, um, for people under, for, for students, you could get a free ride to any state college of your choosing when you graduated or a million dollars for the adults. Anyway, so DeWine was in a situation where. He's in the super Republican state, but his health officials were telling him that you know, we need to mask up and do all that shit. So even though it pissed off his base, he sided with the health officials. And then that pissed off his base. And so then he went away from it and then he went back and forth. So when they rolled out that giveaway for the vaccine, when the vaccine finally came out and they did the giveaway, he was thinking, how can I get as many people vaccinated as possible so I can make he had made some promises for like by the fall by by summer for things to open up and he's he like we were this rolled out like i want to say april or like you know may so in order to get everyone vaccinated he put out these million dollar giveaways and the the free rides and stuff uh it worked but it also like he got in the situation with his base though where like he's basically politically dead I mean, he really damaged himself, but then again, it's a profiles of courage, though, too, because, you know, you, he went with the, the science. Uh, as far as a nation, um, there's been backlash from the states. You know, in some states, they were with it, and they got people vaccinated, and others didn't. And what you found was when the Delta variant came, all the places like small rural America that hadn't been um, vaccinated, and they didn't, they weren't affected by the first waves and stuff, because it is small town America, but they ended up getting hit more by the second and uh, the, the Delta variant. And when that came, uh, it was kind of too little too late. Their states didn't roll out anything, you know, so it all depended on state to state and what was going on, because there some of these states, statistics were low. So it was like, well, we don't need mask mandates. It was, it's working here in Montana, but that's not the same for New York City that has people coming in every day from all over the world, you know, so. Well, that's a that's a very very great um, insight on how the rollout was and stuff. And one thing's for sure is that if anybody, if any one single um, human being on Earth could beat COVID nineteen, it would probably be Tom Brady, probably right in twenty twenty one. Tom Brady. Yeah, I agree. Totally fuck Tom Brady. Yeah. But it's pretty newsworthy that in the beginning of the year 2021, he won the Super Bowl. Seventh title, all-time dope, son of a little son of a bitch, Tom Brady. Little son of a bitch. Um, there was a big uh, COVID stimulus check deal that came out this year where everybody got hooked up with a bunch of money. So uh, we want to give a rare extremely rare shout out to the federal government on the swangling show for that free money we appreciate you very much for that good looking out was it it wasn't free money it was our own money they gave us a tax advance they didn't fucking give us shit yes they gave us a tax advance that was against our own fucking taking money dog they take 10 grand for me a fucking year you know what i'm saying it's ridiculous you know oh definitely i believe it to be um theft in some some cases, you know what I'm saying? But um, languages, yes. 
They're going to get also, cut. Well, you know that they're going to fucking oh, get their cut no matter what. That's kind of part of the deal. I have a question about that. If somebody could answer this for me. Oh, drop it. So I know that like the stimulus checks and stuff was an advanced tax credit. Now, was this a tax credit that they created that wouldn't have been there before? Or how, how did that work? So no, like, was you, this you can you can apply for an advance on your taxes every year if you want, and it takes it out of it. Um, so you know, I, I mean, I'm not in yeah. a financial advisor. It's just what I've read. Um, this is something that is already a mechanism that they just applied to everyone okay. unilaterally. Usually, this is a special exemption. Like you know, you have to ask for it you have to request it there has to be reasoning behind it so this was like an emergency powers thing where it's like you know we have to open this to everyone at once normally the irs would only do it in a special circumstantial thing um you know so you know i'm not i I would obviously consult someone who has uh, more knowledge based on it but i'm pretty sure that it was just something that was already in place that they applied unilaterally Gotcha. Now, see, um, you know, they're always going to have some type of scheme and back end thing. I'm sure that there's special exemptions for people, depending on who you are, how much paper you're bringing in, how much they get to keep from you as well. So um, another big story of 2021 that I think that we should definitely talk about on the Swangland show was um, on April 20th, there was a conviction in a court of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin found guilty in the murder of George Floyd, which was a huge deal and sparked uh, like racial justice protests all over the world and uh, was pretty much a dominant news story for months in this country. Now, I'm, I got this question for my, uh, for my guy, Stan Edwards Jr., right? Um, when they announced the conviction for the George Floyd's killer, Derek Chauvin. How did, uh, do you think that that affected America as a whole? Um, honestly, no. Um, I think it, um, as far as making a change, no. Um, I was honestly, uh, I was surprised because I was kind of expecting the, the same result that you know we usually get you know, non-guilty or whatever, but um, I don't think it actually makes a difference uh, in the grand scheme of things. You know what I mean? It's a, you know, it's a, um, I look at it as a, you know, a one-time victory, but I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going necessarily going to affect anything going forward. No. Now, nope. CJ, um, what's your opinion on um, that case where, Cause you know that fucking cop did some slimy shit, and they got him on camera doing some grimy ass shit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it did kind of cause a little ripple effect or whatever. You did see stories in the news for like the next couple of weeks after that about other people getting charged for doing some mm-hmm. dirty shit, as far as like being police officers or um, different, like you know, people that fill that that role as a job or whatever, getting in trouble for abusing their power. Now, do you think going forward that in America that that is something that could ever change. Um, nah, because it's it's deeper than that. Um, it's much bigger than that, and it would have to be changes all across the board, up top mainly. And as long as those changes don't happen, a cop getting convicted—that's just one. That's like 
Let's escape. Basically. If somebody got to take the fall, it's going to be a small person. The people that really make the changes, not changing shit. The law's not changing. How they, how we looked at, you know, and, and it's more so becoming now, it's still racism, systemic racism and everything, but it's really, people are kind of starting to wake up and see that it's really, that's just a small part of it to keep us at each other's throats. But now the motherfuckers are starting to see that uh, it's, it's bigger than that. And it's, it's more the poor against the wealthy. Yeah. And as long as motherfuckers are in charge, we all fighting, they got us fighting against each other and for no fucking reason. So, but with the conviction of him, it was cool. It was good to see. I but agree. It's still plenty more cases out there that they've gotten away with and they're going to continue to get away with it because the police are the biggest gang yeah. in the country. Yeah. They ride for yeah. each other. They stick for each other, all that shit. And, um, nah, that happening, it didn't really change shit. Shit's still the same because shit, right after that, a few more motherfuckers got killed by the police. Yeah, this <laughs> is true. This is true. Wasn't it also like in that same metro area where the yeah. dude was charged? Yeah. Uh, one so. lady just convicted for killing, uh, I think his name, Deontay Thomas or something like that. I think his name. Dante Wright. Dante, Dante Wright. Dante Wright. Dante yeah. Wright. Just killed him. Yeah. Just got, he just got convicted. Matter of fact, yeah. uh, a young girl got killed in, uh, I think it was in Columbus, the day Jer- um, yeah. uh, what was his name, Derek, whatever, got convicted. Same yep. exact day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it ain't That's really going to It's just a small, small little thing, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take more than that. That's why, like, you know, when we're talking about the insurrection and shit, I'm not against insurrections if it's done for the right reason. If it's gonna benefit not just one group whole situation, just like how America became America, they had to tear the shit down. They had to go to war with the British. Yeah. Like if we're not gonna do that type of shit, the insurrection don't mean nothing. Like we huh. can't go and destroy shit and as black people and say kill all white folks, that's not gonna help everybody. Like right. we gotta go in there, everybody together, and we gotta tear this motherfucker down the right way. <clears throat> Well, where everybody is straight. It's mainly, it's mainly not to cut you off, but it's mainly like, what's the intention behind things? Like, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna tear some shit up. Why are you gonna tear some shit up? And what's your plan after you tear the shit up? A lot of people are just acting out of emotional anger, and they don't mm-hmm. really got the foresight to think about what am I putting in place after this thing that I'm, I say I'm against. If I say I'm against something, I have to have a plan in place to replace it with something else. That's how society works. You know, right. it's systems. So, you know, we all agree the old systems in policing and politics and religion, all different facets of society, the old systems are fucked up and they're outdated. It's time mm-hmm. for updating the software in this yeah. matrix that you know, we're in. That's so, that's a great that's a great point. And also, too, like you got you got to think about all of the people that are currently benefiting from the old system. Like mm-hmm. if you try to tear down the old system, that then that's the real war. war yep. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to war against the people who who are benefiting from the current it's, system. You know, it's I mean? David so, and Goliath, my friend. We're all exactly. David and they're Goliath. They got all that armor, all the weaponry, all the resources. <laughs> But they don't have the intention. And that power is something that is uh, not spoken about too often. 
intention is, you know, is very important. So it's like, do you have pure intentions on things or do you have your own selfish benefits? Are things going for like a bias, you know, like the insurrection was for a bias. They were just, you know, they were acting that emotional anger, acting on words and, and, Mm -hmm. You know, you saw it in the mechanisms. People say, like, Trump was, like, sitting back enjoying it. Like, it was a TV show. Like, it wasn't real life. You know, a police officer got killed out there. And I don't like cops at all. But that's a person, you know what I'm saying, with a family. Like, should, no, people, we should tr- be trying on all sides to reduce people dying everywhere, you know? And I'm sure that's idealistic, but intention, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, I don't know. He got killed by a bunch of motherfuckers that supported him at one point. Blue Lives Matter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they probably yeah. had a pa- they probably had a Blue Lives Matter patch on their backpack as they were exactly. stopping the space with a friggin' fire extinguisher. Like Christ Almighty, like you know, it's it's ridiculous, dog. Mm-hmm. It, it, they don't see how they look, you know. It's obviously it's, it's you're you're looking at it from the outside perspective, but I mean, intention is everything, and you got to yeah. have that foresight. So. This is true. Now, uh, since we're on the subject of like, you know, war, like going to war and shit like that in 2021, we, we ended the longest war in United States history as they, they went ahead and backed out of Afghanistan to where also another major news story, several months later, their government then is overthrown by the Taliban that we fought off for 20 years unsuccessfully. So um, we're going to go ahead. It took two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. It's, been, uh... <laughs> it's crazy. Also in 2021, um, the United States government, um, they reopened the borders to like 33 different countries who were barred by COVID restrictions. And um, there was a bunch of change in the world. Uh, Netanyahu gets booted out of Israel. Um they come to a big uh, climate change agreement between more than 190 nations at the United Nations Climate Summit uh, that was aimed to accelerate, um, you know, greenhouse gas emission cuts around the world. And so it's cool to know that, you know, they're passing these infrastructure bills and they're pushing these vaccines. And um, there's a bunch of like crazy shit going on in the world. Like, you know, um, industries are collapsing. You're seeing like a major inflation at the stores on everything is more expensive. Um, there's, there's random natural disasters that are happening. Like we mentioned in a previous episode of the swing show with those big tornadoes and all this crazy shit that's going on. Um, it's kind of crazy to see like just the state of, of the United States right now, because it seems like, um, it seems like there's just something going on that's like, you know, pull something's being pulled around in a certain way to kind of kind of restrict our industry at some point that may may be un, unbeknownst to the average American, myself included. I seem like in 2021, um, I saw a lot of members of the conspiracy family thrive like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Start new endeavors, watch endeavors take off. And um, also at the same time, via the virus and, and uh, pandemic and a lot of different um, supply chain shortages. I've seen a lot of people go into a different mode where they start to dip down a little bit. So as I sit back and I look at all the major news stories of the year, it's kind of like a reminder of a blessing to see that like, damn, everybody in the team is is really doing well under a circumstance where a lot of people really can't do it. So it's a testament 
to everybody here on the Swangling Show today, give yourself a fucking round of applause for not only staying afloat, but straight swangling through a t- turmoil of a world that we have going on right now. So, um, also in 2021, we've seen like the big uprise of the versus uh, video events that they're doing where it's like artists versus artists, right? Do you guys mm-hmm. think that on the Swangling Show, on these epic shit, we should do reviews? You think we should come together and, and talk about uh, when they're dropping these hits back to back? What do you guys think? I'm with it. Uh, yeah, on the epic ones, yeah. you know, we could give our commentary and reviews. I'm, I'm down with that, you know. Maybe, yeah. you know, I mean, they're pretty important, important things for hip hop. You know, they've been pretty epic, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, one thing that I think is a major epic news story of 2020, 2021 is the return of the Swangland show. You know, we start dropping these videos. It's been like six weeks straight where we're cranking this shit out, bringing mm-hmm. some heat. And we're going to come next year with some extra, extra heavy flavor for the 2021. My man, Rob Digital, is in the building right now. He looks like he's at a garage sale. What's going on, Bob? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm at this garage sale. Peeping out some uh, vases. <laughs> no, I'm outside smoking a cigarette, man. I'm just chilling. I'm looking forward to some more, uh, some more of these, man. I, I mean, I'll talk about literally anything, you know me, I'll, whatever. But I'm all about music, talking about music, the music scene, hip hop, hip hop culture, any genre really. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll talk about some politics and whatever else. But yeah, dude, I think. Okay. Um, doing something about versus and just the state of hip hop now versus then uh, the industry, the business side of it, all that stuff's real interesting yeah. to me. Too. We're going to, we're going to dive into those topics some more on the swangling show and get some, start dropping some game for artists and start dropping some what not to do for artists also to save them some time and some energy. But since yeah. Rob digital, since you said you're into talking about things and stuff, if you had to come up with one question for Kyle, what are you going to ask Kyle? What are you going to talk about with Kyle? <laughs> Oh, man. I feel like Kyle's the go-to for anything that I, not even just politics, but anything that I don't understand that has a complexity to it. Like, like you guys were talking about NFTs earlier and stuff like, and then, you know, I've always had a curiosity of how like blockchains work and things like that. So I don't know, I guess if I was to narrow it down, explain to me in a summer, a quick summary, if you can, what an NFT is. Um, it's basically copyright, like, to an image, essentially, like, it's copyrights to, um, like, yeah, to, like, to your likeness, in a sense, on a particular image, like, but, for example, there was some NFTs that Quentin Tarantino put out from Pulp Fiction, because he's, like, owns that or whatever, but there was... I think Uma Thurman was in one of them and she actually made us think about it because she's in the image. Like, and so she may have a right to that NFT as well. So there's this thing about does the person who took the image actually own it or is it the person the image is of? And there's a, I don't know. I'm still learning more about it myself. I, I think that grips had that one dead on more than I, I, or more than I okay. would have knowledge of it. He well, hit that, he hit the nail on the head on that. Well, but they, on the whole, they, I don't they, they asked you because you look like a high school science teacher, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all it's all in the power of the beard. They're like, he's the one with the knowledge. Look at his beard. Yeah. Ask him, ask him yeah. right. 
No, but um, yeah. And the easiest way to think of an NFT is it's a digital painting. That's it. It's a one-off image. Someone paints one thing. It's an original hand-drawn thing. But it, you know, it's a digital piece of art that is singular and then is sold at value. And just like any piece of art, it can go for a little bit or it can go for a lot. It depends on, um, like Kyle was just talking about, who illustrated it, who it's of, like what the likeness is represented. Because you see artists be the inspiration for their own NFTs, but I don't think many of them are doing their actual own artwork as far as illustrating it. They're hiring an artist to collaborate with on an NFT. And then it's being sold to a collector and people collect these digital pieces of art. So would, would the NFT then have some sort of like metadata to, to let you know that it is in fact the original? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yes. It, it, yes. It, it, they're sold with a certificate of authenticity. Yes, it so is also so it's like buying um, digital paintings, digital yes, original yes. paintings and photos. Got Not it. only is it like uh, it's an original piece of art, but it's also used as a form of currency. So the va the value can rise on yeah, this thing system. because an NFT, okay, by definition, it says via Google, it says it's a non fungible token and it's a unique non interchangeable unit of data that's stored on a blockchain, which is a digital lender. And the NFTs themselves can be associated with any type of like reproducible digital file, such as a photo, a video, or an audio. And it's actually like a, a form of crypto. Mm. Okay. So there's a second gotcha. level to it, to where I believe it, certain NFT creators are making things and serving them out to their fan bases as almost like an investment platter. Mm -hmm to where maybe if they drive up the value of these individual artwork pieces that everybody could sell them out and I think make money together, which is, if that is the case, that's pretty fucking dope. Well, it's been um, wonderful chopping yeah. it up about the year 2021 with you guys on episode 21 of the Swang On Show. As always, Vice Grip is in the building representing South Florida. He's the international Swang On heavyweight champion when it comes down to appearances. You know, CJ De Niro's on his ass. Marinated Mitch is on his ass. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle can't get a title shot because he's a co-host by definition. Yeah. So he's a, he's out of the loop. And he he sent me an email about it. He's trying to come at you, Vice. Israelite <laughs> Battle of the Beards on the Swangland show for the International Swangland Heavyweight Championship. You might see that in early in the month of January <laughs> on the Swangland show. It might go down. Uh, first ever title defense in the War of the Words against the South Florida um, the conspiracy families Hyman Roth versus goddamn Juclius representing Ohio up in this bitch. Now, I appreciate all you guys joining the show and um, chopping it up with me about these different various subjects. This show is kind of scattered, you know what I mean? Because there's a bunch of different topics and it's kind of hard, you know, to, to maneuver and have all of us within a conversation at the same time. I think we're doing a wonderful job of breaking down this fucking calendar year of some pure fuckery that happened within the world and how we stay afloat on the Swangler and the Dangler. Now, we're going to wrap this thing up on episode 21 of the Swangland show. I want to ask myself right now, what would Swangland be without Vice Grip? You know what I mean? I mean, when the fucking, if you ever needed somebody to ride in a fucking convertible with the top down with like some type of Hawaiian shirt, hella chest hair, <laughs> just engraved in a gold chain, on some straight Don Johnson shit. It would be Vice Grip representing South Florida. 
As always, Joshua P. Dunn representing the Swangling Show is going down like a lesbian and swangling like a separated shoulder. Shout out to my man, Rob Digital. Kyle Nucleus Hole Singer, the fickle freckle boy living in the sea. CJ De Niro, the king of the wing, Cincinnati's own, and my man Stan Edwards Jr. represent Rapper Geek is the Swangling Show. We'll see you again next week, you little son of a bitch. What's up? <laughs>